Yeah. Are we going now? Well, you know. Okay. Uh, Where are you going, John Paul? What's Slabity. up? I don't like this mic as much. The other voice is Damien Alpazar. Two oh eight monkeys. It's the Sweat Equity Podcast. Jesus Christ, he's carrying a chair over the table, over the expensive Mevo camera. Yeah, just take it, Damien. You know what? It's stereotypical that you would think that just because I got locks, I know this song. Well, you know, you and your reggae band. <laughs> I've seen you rap and all that. I have a reggae band. Yeah, Lost yeah, Smith. Lost Smith is currently. I shouldn't play the music so loud. He's over there trying to get his kids to go to sleep. Don't worry, I peek my head in, <laughs> wide not- awake, watching that TV. He, yeah. How can you put a baby together with the TV going? Uh, yeah, I'm a little curious why he brought the kids in because he really hasn't done anything other than lay on the floor and play on his phone. That's why he brought him in so he could use him as an excuse to nap time. Nap time. He's not napping over there. No. So what's going on, fellas? When What's Law's up? not here to be a talking head, we just gotta wing it. Oh boy! <laughs> that means that there's this is this is uh, unhinged, unscripted, un everything. Yes. It uh, is up to you. Oh, really? Yes. Well, you guys have common interests, professions. Yeah. Good talk yeah. video. Hours. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Um, I would say then, if that's the case, then all videographers are not made alike. All video people are not made alike. Wow. Very true. I got that statement. Are you saying Very John true. Paul's worse than you are? Uh, I would say that his artistic style is completely different than mine, and I would not lend myself to even try to do his stuff. That's a professional answer right <laughs> there. Yeah. I take that. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, man. People just, you know, I think people like to, even in, even in industries that get lumped together, like IT guys and web guys, they just call you web guys. Hey, web guys. You're Nobody like, calls me that. No one calls you web guys? No. No? I mean, I'm so much more. You know. Oh, oh. So what you you saying? You saying you don't hear them call you that? I'm telling you, they call you. That. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's very true. That's none of my business. What they call me behind yeah. my back. You but, know, what right. we all are still. What salesman? If you're a business owner, got to be a salesman. Yeah. You want to talk about your sales call you were on right before you got up here? Oh, yeah, I got sales on the mind, I guess. But yeah, no. Did you Did you bring it home? Uh, yeah. Every time, got If you're passionate about what you do, then it's easy, kind of. But. Well, it doesn't mean it's going to happen every time. No. How did it go? What? How did the conversation go? It went good. That's good. Thanks for all the feedback. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you know, when you do these things, you're supposed to actually, like, carry the conversation. Just saying. No, I told Eric that's his job. To tell you how the call went that I wasn't on? <laughs> I already don't like the way this is going. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that you, better? You did not do that. I thought it would make everybody feel better. have <laughs> one of those? Uh, yeah, I got all kinds of shit. I want one shit. of those for life. I want to have one on my phone. Where's so I law? Just... Ric Flair. <gasps> Woo! Oh. That's good. That one I use. I need to use it more, actually. But, oh, um, wow. What is else he you dead? got on there? This, Rick... this, this episode now becomes about, okay. I want to hear all his sound effects. Now. Yeah, I got to move the computer so you can't see it. You oh, got to focus on the Mevo. No, Mevo's focusing fine. Look, it's on me right now. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. You can't just leave it on you. It's Relax. not all about you're, you. You're fine. You're fine. There we go. So, is there any... What were you guys talking about with the... The comic book guy. You were talking about some movie. Oh, yeah, Deadpool. Damien was watching the new Deadpool trailer. Yes, which is hilarious. It has uh, Fred Savage in it. Yeah. And he's, and he's having... Um, was he in the movie? No. he was. It's the, com- the commercial has Deadpool basically doing the misery to Fred Savage, tying him to a bed. <laughs> and he's going to read him a children's bedtime story. Oh. <laughs> Just like uh, Princess That's Bride. why you were chuckling so much. <laughs> yeah. It's all glee. 
there's nothing nothing brings me more glee than seeing Fred Savage tied to a bed. Well, you you guys were talking about the like how he's been more than one superhero, right? Uh, I would just say that I thought it was I thought it was weird. no we were ta- we were talking about because he was first he was talking about how Disney you know bought out you know Fox I don't think you know they were trying to you know make something they were trying to show something that they, Deadpool was trying to show that they had humor that even could be PG which and they did it brilliantly with the Pixar reference you know in the trailer it's freaking hilarious so th- I, that's what we were talking about and then you know. And then now we're talking about it here, kind of, yeah. you know. I mean, um, the thing, the interesting thing about it is, aside from Ryan Reynolds being, I think, a very talented actor and um, having played different roles in different superhero things, he owns this Deadpool thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, he was the perfect guy for it, right. I think. And it was the first R-rated superhero film, which at the time surpassed uh, the number two to The Passion of the Christ, I believe. So The Passion of the Christ was the first R-rated film to break box office. Deadpool was the next R-rated film to break box office and say, yo, you know, Passion of the Christ, this is a joke from Deadpool 2, Passion of the Christ, Jesus, Deadpool, yeah. one and two in the box office. Yeah. <laughs> Versus each other. I love other. it. I love that they're doing more R-rated shit because it, there was the 90s with everything was PG-13, so they get all the money. It's just like, dude, I'm a grown-up. Say the F word. Right, and, and not to mention, I mean, some of these, some of the material in, in, in comic books, if you really look at it, I mean, they get pretty deep and dark and twisted, and I mean, so... Logan, that movie, that was a great movie. That was perfect. That was one yeah. that I told my wife, I was like, I think you would actually like this movie, believe it or not. Like, there's yeah. not a lot that I'd, a superhero movie that I'd push, but that one, it's a great movie. Right, so you, so they finally took a guy who carries knives for, you know, claws in his hands, and they finally like, let's show what would really happen if this mm-hmm. guy went... Yeah. On you yeah. Exactly. And they made him uh, much weaker. You know, much more vulnerable, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And he was. He had all that character going for him. Yeah. And then we were just saying, like Ryan, how Ryan Reynolds, you know, was. Is it really that impressive that he can make a PG movie where he's cutting people's heads off and still making crazy jokes and stuff? No, because it's fucking Ryan Reynolds. Like it could, it like, pretty ah, much could do anything just right let now. Let him cut and his that head pisses off. Me off. <laughs> no, he and then but then we were I was thinking about the other superhero movies he's been in like Blade and you know he, he was, was in Wolverine. Yeah, he was in Trinity, the third one. Oh. But uh Blade, you know. <laughs> and um he could just, I mean what makes He was you the Green Lantern. Hop around the Green that Lantern. That was awful. Like that what is horrible. it? He could just fucking do anything he wants. He's, yeah, he's a he's like an appliance. Yeah. God love him. Which, if you ever watch Deadpool 2, you'll enjoy the little Green Lantern reference in there. But anyways, the point is is that since um, Disney, uh, now the merger with Fox is in place, they're re-releasing Deadpool 2, but all PG-13, and they reshot a bunch of scenes, and they made it all so that it's like na- it's now literally targeting you know that <sighs> PG-13 audience. Which Here's $500 million for free. Right, because it's a film that's already done. You, re- you do some pickup shots. You do some, you know... Eh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so unprofessional. And <laughs> yours just went off too, fuckface. Quietly. Mine went off quietly. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> that was actually an important reminder for you. Mine was to pick up my kid. Oh. Well, later, later. Later. Do yeah. it later. Young whippersnappers. You know what what was weird? Remember the dude Chris Evans was the it was Chris Evans, the he was the human torch first and then they were like, "Now you're Captain America." Like, yeah. I can't forget that shit. <laughs> and then they made it a black guy? Yeah. Yeah. I want answers. <laughs> well, that black guy was Michael B. Jordan, who right now is in Creed and fucking phenomenal boxing movie. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Everybody was trying to shit on it, but then it came out. Yeah, no, you can't. No, it was it was um probably one of my favorite Rocky movies was Creed. I mean, really? It, yeah. Well, I have I mean, there's Rocky, Rocky two, Rocky four. I think is the one with with Drago. I think there was a three. Yeah, but I skipped three. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, yeah, there was like six of them. Yeah, and then um, Rocky Balboa when he came back, I thought that was pretty cool. So good. But then in Creed, so it's like, yeah, if you take all the six or seven Rockies, Creed would be like in the top three, top four. Wow. John Paul gonna, looks like keep going. You look like you've been doing boxing training, Slim. No. Yeah. No. Nope. No boxing. Heavy he walking. Lost. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Just Wake up, up in the move. morning and walk. You trying to get on the keto tip again? Um, yeah, no, not exact keto, but like, so you know, like I, two years ago, I did the keto thing and I lost forty pounds, gained it back, just because it's not keto's fault at all. But it's I got the lifestyle right back and the ketogenic diet. Keto is not like a guy who lives in his house. Exactly. Yeah, but it's um definitely keto. taught me a lot when I went through it last last year. So, um, but now I'm just going at it. With the mentality of if you're eating whole foods, you know, organic or trying to eat organic and just good meats and proteins, you're going to be keto pretty much 90% of the time anyways. And for me, like I when when I fell out of ketosis and I started eating sugar, I, I really like it. I gained the weight quickly and then it just was mental for the, yeah. for the rest down. Well, the addiction but, comes back. But now I want my body to be able to know what to do with sugar. And I know it's not – sugar is pretty much bad all around, but like I want to be able to eat fruits and stuff still. So – you know, that's kind of I'm just losing the weight with still incorporating like sugars a little bit. If you're still moving exercising. around, you know, you can eat fruit and stuff, but yeah. you got to really you got to be moving, you know, a For good sure. bit. You definitely got to burn it off. I like I said, I've been heavily walking. It's funny because I started this process like two and a half months ago almost. And I was like, I'm going to walk for a month. Just get my joints and ligaments, everything good. And you, you just need to say the rest of your life. Yes. But uh, it was until I listened to uh, David Goggins, I was like, okay, I'm setting a goal. I actually listened to him a few days ago. I'm like, I'm setting a goal next week to tackle a fear of mine, which is Is that the guy running. from The Shield? No, it's just, it's this guy that uh, is like a motivational speaker. He's gone through all kinds of stuff. He's a, he's a uh, Marine or Navy SEAL, and he's he does like these 100 and – 20 mile marathons and he pushes himself through to the limits but anyways his his whole life motto is basically to torture yourself but to yes. you know 90 he's like 90 percent of his shitty. life is suck but he's like do what makes you uncomfortable do what makes you afraid and right now for me it's like running i, I don't think i did football i did sports when i was younger but i never pushed myself to exhaustion like running mm -hmm. i never knew what my limit was i don't think so like i'm gonna I'm going to push myself, I'm, and I'm going to try and just see how far I can run, which scares the shit out of me. Well, you're one of the few friends I have that will do an ice bath yeah. more more often than not. If you're, you're over, I'm like, you want to do this? Yes, you'll do it. And that's that's important because it's just you got to do stuff you don't want to do. That's because my no dad's reward. A, a polar bear and yeah. a psychopath. He My He's, dad no. invented – he used to talk about taking cold showers. Yes, that's one thing he got right. 20 years ago. Yeah. He would end his shower. We'd go to the mountains and he would end the showers because he loved the mountain water. The only time I only incorporated the cold shower thing was, you know, when I was younger. And you Boner got, joke coming. <laughs> no, actually, when you got muscle soreness. So that's what – I was going to, yeah. <laughs> Wiener muscle. By the way, since he called out the boner joke, I had to quickly boomerang into Did something else. <laughs> Did you come in it? Yeah. Yeah. We knew what like, you were getting at. I, won't be, I will not be caught in his joke. 
quick diversion. What is the other thing that you could have been doing? I'm I'm in your head. You do it. Oh man. Yeah. But, you know the interesting thing is about when you when you when you talk about you went to the keto and then you slipped back. It's one of the things that like because we talked about sales earlier. It's like you get into a great sales habit, and then things start going good. Sales are coming in, and then you slip back into stopping that habit. And next thing you know, you're like, why are sales going back down? You're like, oh yeah, I kind of get got in and out of the habit. Mm-hmm. We and do tend to have the uh, where we talk about constant reevaluation. I think the last time you were on the podcast, we went there where it's just like you got to take a step back. Look at yourself, and actually, if if there's numbers to something that you can quantify in some way, get them and know what they are for real. Even if you don't show anybody, and I, this could be anything. If you want to run eight minute mile, whatever, you know, it's not hard. But like, know what your time was. Are you doing better? Are you pushing yourself a little bit more? It because you're doing it to get that like high of reward from pushing yourself. And if you don't make it shitty it's not going to be a good reward. You're just kind of, you know, staying on that medium wavelength sort of thing. Right. I mean, just from a physical standpoint, one time I, I uh, trained myself to do 100 dips. And the way I did it was... In a row? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. and what I, good. Yeah, my triceps were beautiful at the time. <laughs> <laughs> not so much now. I'd have to work my way back up to it. But the point is, is that um, the way I started off was I just did however many dips I could do. And I think at first I could only do like four. <laughs> it, was yeah. re- it was a sad number. You know, and I said, all right, cool. I'm going to come back to the park tomorrow and I'm going to do one more than the one that I did yesterday. And then went all the way to park for five dips. Well, you know, I was also trying to run <laughs> and do other stuff. Okay, too. good. You and, watch and, and, that. And, and oh, chase, well, that's enough and, for and, me today. And chase butterflies and, <laughs> yeah. and you know, um, bring but, a picnic lunch. You know, that I, I think that listening to people like David Goggins or people that have these, these, grandiose stories of all these things they've done it's actually almost i think almost as a listener detrimental because it minimalizes all the work that went into it you know like it takes days and days and like some people can't even fathom or appreciate the amount of work it goes into for these guys to do a 120 mile marathon or for them you know how to prepare for that um it sets the bar really high when people don't want to hear about any bar it's like you they want to know about their own bar sort of thing and it's really hard to suck yeah and know that it's going to suck and, and live live for it in a way like because but at the end like what I'm kind of focusing is is crossing a bridge and like having a goal me running I'm scared of it but next week I'm going to have crossed that bridge and now it's not going to be scary anymore and hopefully you know I'm going to have this relief and you know it's 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 something that I can't uncross either and it makes everything else if I push myself hard it's going to make everything else seem like wussy stuff yeah and if you went into it thinking, I got this, yeah. this ain't going to be hard. It's like, well, okay, then you do it, and then who cares? Yeah. You already knew that you could do that. Yeah. Make it so that I'm you can I'm hoping I surprise it. myself. I hope I can run like like eight miles maybe. Like I can run two two and two miles. I can run right now. Jogging easy, you know, could do it. But like pushing myself, I wonder how far I can go. I have okay. no idea. Okay, so when you're running and you get to two miles, what what is it that's stopping you from going on? Time Boredom. or just bo- – yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, I got it done. I did it. That's the thing. That's where you gotta you gotta push through that because most of the time with running, you get to a certain point and you can just go all day. It doesn't like if you get in that groove. Like, I you set can go. that goal before I leave the house. Right. I, it's I lim- I already have that goal set. Well, two you miles because the, there's there's the wall. Everyone talks about the wall, mm-hmm. the, the the runner's wall or whatever the case is. And I think for some it's a physical thing. Like my legs are just burning, and for others it's the mental thing. Like you said, bored or like 
how much further am I going to go, whatever the case is. And it's, and it's when you get to that wall that most people, that they when they push through it, that's when they go, I, I got another half mile. Uh, I got another half mile. And, you know what I mean? And they can keep mm-hmm. breaking that wall. Somebody, uh, somebody was talking about legs, and I was listening to them, and it made me realize, because legs will go. Your calves are made for locomotion. You're, they're going to go and go and go and go and go. They're not going to give out. Like, no. your muscles and your legs are made to go and go and go. Your brain's going to give out. So now I'm really focusing on that. Just like, in, like what's going on my legs? Oh, it's a little burn. I know what that burn is. Like, usually that burn happens to me, like, in the beginning. And then once I get further down the road, it goes away, and I feel good. Yeah. Um, but I love focusing on that, being like, dude, your legs are not going to give out. Yeah. You know? The only thing, I mean, you can either, if you're pushing yourself, you can, you know, jump off of something fast, and then, you know, yoink something that way, mm-hmm. or shin splints, and that's your shoes. Mm-hmm. 99% of the times, if you're, the front of your legs are burning, your calves, when you're running, you need new shoes. Like, it's pretty straightforward. It, I mean, every time I've had it so simple and noticing what pain is like the burns or the whatever right like, in, instead of a, a real pain right you is know? it are you hurt or are you just uncomfortable and when i'm a big pussy those burns i thought i was hurt i was like damn my, my hips my, my thighs yeah. <laughs> yeah i'm hurt well i think run. even that gets pushed like i think you can even push that that burning feeling to where before you thought it was pain and now it's just like all right that's i know i'm not going to give out now so i can keep going a little bit more in some cases if you, you can use it as a fuel it's like, yes, I'm at that burn. All right, I'm here. Let's, 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 you know what I mean? So I go with that every once in a while. Fuck this body. Fuck it. I'm going to fuck it up. Like, <laughs> just fuck it. Like, you know, let's use this thing. I mean, that's a lot of what I'm doing. All you of know? a sudden, your brain becomes a passenger and you're like, you will carry me another five miles, yeah. body. Yeah. I don't care. It's, your brain becomes the overlord. I, dude, that's how I try to live my <laughs> life. I try to live my life like I'm a little alien controlling the levers and, you know, let's just play this game sort of thing, you know? Because, yeah, I mean, yeah. Try the shit, you know? It's like drugs and shit. Like, people are like, I've never done any drugs. Like, okay, so, you know, you not have, you haven't tried all the shit that you can do. Like, you're just not living your life the way you can do it. I'm trying to get high on feeling good now. Kind of. But, and I don't want to be corny, but honest, like, about pain. No pain, no gain. Like, it's funny how great things, good things only come from pain. Yeah, it's the contrast. <laughs> it's crazy. And like so we want the least path of resistance most of the time. So I'm not going to to because you don't want to cause pain which inevitably will cause growth. You right. know, which you know, that's corny, but it's true as fuck and like when you're here where I'm at embracing the pain and the suck, it's like oh yeah. You know, I was way comfortable. I'm I was a little too comfy. I mean, know? just imagine a world without pain. Yeah. Like I could go up and stab you dead. None of your family cares. You don't care. He doesn't care. Nobody cares. It's like, okay, then what is the point of any of this? It's like, if there's no, even that, no yeah, uh, right. side effect from this, then like, well, who gives a shit? Yeah, physical and mental growth. I've never seen, or ner- I don't think there's ever been a case of, uh, aside from you know, you're growing up uh, as 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 your body is intended, but physical and mental growth has never been something that didn't come first with some sort of pain and discomfort. And then some sort of uh, resolution, and then you know you plateau and you go, okay, cool. Now I'm at this level, and I got to grow again. I got to go through the pain again. So whether it's business or whether it's your personal life or whether it's you know muscles, you're like you you constantly doing a uh, climbing hill with little plateaus in there, and you got and people get comfortable. And sometimes when you get too comfortable, you backslide. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's Definitely. worse. 
There's nothing worse than looking at the hill that you just climbed six months ago because you've done this. I've done this. I know I've probably gained and lost probably 100 pounds, over, maybe 200 pounds over the course of my life. Up 10, down 20. Up 5, down 15. Up 200. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but we got here. I got where I'm at. From It didn't just happen. It takes work. Just like getting healthy is going to take work. And, but what I'm doing is at least was the least path of resistance. So it was easy and it didn't seem hard like doing, you know, getting the exercise in now and doing it the right way. And like I'm doing it the right way. Like we're doing it. I'm trying to just, you know, really just no processed food. Like right. just no processed food. If you can, if it looks like it, it was made in a factory, you're not eating it, you know, and, Hmm. And I'm liking it. I and what's crazy is we're talking about all of this and um and the keto thing. And I just had a one of my best friends. His dad cured himself of diabetes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in his sixties. He cured himself of diabetes within six six months, just eating right. And so and all this. And I wanted to talk to him. And I hadn't seen him for a long time. And I saw him the other day. And I was like, dude, long. I know this is a open ended question, but how'd you do it? And the first thing he said was, well. First, you got to be good with your mind, your body, and your soul. He's like, because if those are off, your body's not going to work right. Hmm. And you're not going to get, you're not going to care about what's going in your body if your your mind and your soul and you're not, you don't have love. You know, you just, yeah. he went on about it, but it's so true. Like to be healthy, you truly healthy, you need that all around yeah. mental stability, even for, you know, you know, emotional and yeah. your soul stability. And then you're going to care about your body and, you know, I what's get going that. on. It, w- but it, it you it sounds like he was saying it as though you got to get all those right before you can get right sort of thing but no. like i think it you want to stress that physical like uh, getting your body right can make your mind right sort of thing like just looking better that's a huge deal for a lot of people and then he was like long story short pretty much keto yeah he was like that's you know he was like i looked i i stopped doing all the sugars and he talked about then he started talking about sugar and what it does to your cells in your body and it actually coats your cells because your cells protect themselves from the sugar and it, your your cells will actually grow a coating around it and not stop really? growing and regenerating because it's protecting itself from the sugar. Like your sugar is attacking your body. For the record, John Paul's not a doctor, and no. I cannot confirm or I, deny that. But <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm willing. But to we're talk off about, the wheels yeah. and laws all, out here, so yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? We all know sugar's the devil. Sugar, <laughs> it's all about inflammation. I mean, if we're man. gonna talk bad about sugar, let's talk bad about sugar. Hey, all right? fuck it's yeah! It's more addictive than cocaine hey, and heroin. Hey, let's go in there. What's going on in Florida right now <laughs> with our it. our Red Tide. I say fuck big sugar. Fuck big sugar. Who Wait, gives a on. fuck about big sugar? Is that sugar? them doing that? Yeah, they have the big field. Okay, so you know in Florida we have the Red Tide problem on our both coasts, east and west West coast. It's terrible. Yeah, traveling and it's north. it's all coming from these farms that are in the middle of the state, and they've got their irrigation or whatever, their runoff running straight into these rivers that go right into the, you know, right into the oceans on both east and west coast. And one of the farms, big ones, is sugarcane. It's big sugar, you know, and I say fuck them. Like, yeah, dude, there's it? nothing good about it. I mean, no. hold on. Sugar I, was not a big thing until like 100 years ago, 50 years ago. Even you're, you're right, because we were not able to process it and put. We're it not in supposed so to process things. it. But and 
the fact that the red tide is being affected by sugar, I, I'm I'm gonna have to do I'm do some deep dives on that one because I saw not like sh- it, they're not pouring sugar into the ocean. It's because <laughs> because I'm of so really like, fuck them up. I'm like, damn, dude, that much runoff. But I understand what you're saying, and 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 it, it would I mean increased glucose is probably an increased food source for plants and algae, so that would make sense. I mean, I could see the correlation between the two. If I'm wrong, it's a correlate. It's two farms. It's like a, a big uh uh cow farm like stuff like i think stuff. there's a lot of industrial waste that's causing a lot of this stuff that i don't know i, I don't think it's just sugar but i am sure it, it's involved i mean the, if they're, from if what they're I growing from it the news uh, they charted there's these two, these farms these agricultural big ag farms in the middle of the state hmm. and it's all the runoff really normally i do my research and i would be able to cite the ted talk but there is a great ted talk about um how you know the major food corporations, you know, they've got scientists that are sitting there going, okay, how can we make the formula of this Dorito incorporate sugar into this salty treat that makes you want to chase it with a Coke, which also has sugar, and how can we program, how can we make these foods so that you're basically programmed to just... Oh, the salty sweet cycle, man, it's vicious. Make you so super addicted to the food that you're like, yo, I don't know why, man, but for some reason I'm craving Doritos right now. And then, and, and you know, obviously, obviously, without being high or anything, but you know, just that craving for a Coke or that craving—it's engineered a... to our liking. I, I thought that I hate saying that because I feel like that's common knowledge. But don't doesn't everybody know that Doritos and McDonald's, like all that stuff, is created in a lab by like scientists yeah. that know our taste buds and like yeah. they know it's going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. They they know it's going to be. You want more before it even goes in your mouth when you get that first inhale of. <gasps> I already oh. want more before I've been into it. <laughs> I mean, and that the, they taste good. They they'll program your brain with whatever they're using to already want it before you have it. And like like you said, want more before you even get the the first bite, sort of thing. I mean, it's I'm crazy. In, I'm in packaging, and I know. I mean, I'm in videos for marketing and stuff like that, and I'm looking at people's packages, and it's everything from the package, the placement on the shelf. To the smell of it, to the taste of it, to the to the memory, the sense memory that you get later on when you see the ad, you're like, oh man, I immediately my my taste buds know that taste because it was programmed to, to trigger sense memory. And then you're, you start salivating. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're wanting another bag and so on and so forth. And it's just one of those things that it's when you're when you're when you start cleaning up your diet, you start doing the keto kind of a deal, you start realizing how much of your intake before was processed and how much of it was like. Man, you know what? I really did Old school cook. shit. I was raised by a bunch of old school parents that eat processed food and stuff. It's okay. See, I it's was weird. different. I was, I was, my parents cooked all the time, so I got into the processed food when I became older because it became more convenient. My parents cooked a lot, so I was way, way Dude, better. it's it's a huge <laughs> problem. Like, my daughter is in first grade now. Like, for her to get water, it's like a pain in the ass. Like, she has to, like, raise her hand to go to the water fountain while she's sitting in. They're handing out juice chocolate milk, all that shit in the line where you get your food and water is like this thing that it, she's, you know, she's, that's all she drinks. So, you know, most of the other kids I'm guessing are just like, oh, cool. So juice every day. It's like, okay, or for real? Like, how is this still happening? You know, I, I haven't been in a, I haven't been in a, obviously a school lunch line in a while, but I have to imagine that if it's anything like the lunch line at any corporation that here recently, um, you know, the, the, the sodas are here and all this stuff like that. And you've got two options of water. Pay five bucks for a bottle of water or go and get the little fountain water that comes out of the thing. Yeah. And you would think in that. In the poor people's shame cup. Right. In the poor people's shame cup, the little plastic cup. Yeah. Like, here you, you know, go, loser. So you you think that's like you're not even making it easy in the workplace to just hydrate. You no. know? Yeah, I know. I, I mean, just 
subsidies and shit like that for sugar. It's like so over the top. It's expensive to eat healthy, to eat yeah. like whole foods, I guess you want to call it, like to eat just meat and vegetables. That's, I think it's, it's getting like, better, though. It's crazy that we we're talking about Doritos because, right, that's my bugaboo. And I know that it's those things are freaking those are crack. crack. <laughs> I didn't know what you meant by bugaboo. <laughs> it's like you bugging me. I don't bugging know. You? And it doesn't matter the ranch or the the cheddar cheese. I don't care. They're fu- they're all good. Like yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, they are crack. good. All it's the literally shit tastes crack. great. Yeah. But they're they taste great because they know it how to it, fool you. Isn't it amazing that when you dudes decide to start a diet? How you could smell a French fry from a mile away all oh, of a sudden. Yeah. Turning it's a like you get into a, yeah, into a vulture or something like, they're fresh fries in a yeah. McDonald's four miles from here. <laughs> like when you run out of weed. You can like, almost oh, I orgasm smell that shit. at the end of the sniff. Yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, every time I try to like, okay, I'm going to start cleaning up my, my eating act, I feel like that the old Bugs Bunny cartoons where like a pie would reach out and grab me by my nostrils and yank me to it. And Into like, it? Bastards. And the pie eats stop. you. I've always wanted to animate myself doing that one time. I think I'm going to have to. I, I was I like playing it. around with uh, Adobe uh, Character Animator recently. Have you ever played with that? Yes. Dude. Fun program. Yeah. I, I mean, I want to get it so that Law and I have puppets that we can just plug the podcast in and have an animated version, too. Because it's not that hard once it's all set up, you know? Is that what you're creating, oh, the we'll avatar own... of yourself, and it just talks yeah. when yeah. you talk? Yeah, we'll do, we'll do our own Big Mouth episodes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, just Dude, if talk I could... shit, but it's all cartoon. It's us. I, that's what I'm saying. I need to learn how to animate, and then I don't need nobody else. I'll be locked in a room for six years just making shows and it's putting it <laughs> out gonna over the internet. Are there going to be cartoon – All voices. Yes, by. I'll do all the voices. Are there going to be cartoon social influencers, like with YouTube channels that are just straight-up cartoons, but they're – Why not? They had a cartoon band, Gorillaz, so I mean, why can't they do that? AI. Yeah. Did you hear the AI stand-up you know comedy? There, there was an episode of in Black Mirror kind of about that where there's the politician episode where there's a cartoon – that yes. runs against yes. the politician. Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of happened a little bit. Well, that's not the. But it's funny. <laughs> but you know, Same I thing. mean, dude, like there, there's artificial intelligence that's going to come out that's going to be like, whoa, what is this thing saying? Sort of shit. Like they, they come up with crazy shit and then they talk to each other and they make their own languages. Well, I wasn't even thinking about It'll that. Blow I was thinking mind. there's somebody behind the avatar, like being the character. Well, then that's not. But, yeah, amazing. but yeah, but here's the thing. Like for example, if you go to like Autodesk.com and go to their help desk. You can actually ask for, I think her name is Sally or something like that. It starts with an S. And it's an AI computer animated face that talks to you, blinks. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think I could help you with that. And, and she like, and I'm looking at this and my wife saw her and goes, she's like, okay, this, this woman's talking to my husband, but she looks a little off and then she gets a little closer. And she's like, she's animated? And I'm like, yeah, this is an AI help desk that's chatting back with you. And it's a bot. And it's that far oh, already. I'm gonna have to play with that. In, see in how fact, real this also, woman is. Check out um, Unreal Engine. Um, their facial animation. They have Andy Circus doing facial animation, and in real time, it's translating over to an alien. So you, so the the every deformation of his every blink, every like his his cheeks, his mouth, his tongue, the, the, every bit of his expression is being translated in real time. So imagine you tie in an AI to that. Yeah. And it has all the muscle articulations in yeah. the face. It's like, oh, that shit's real. And then they 3D print that fucker. Ooh. There you go. My That's dad's it. been saying for years, they're ne- pretty soon they're not going to have actors. 
Hey, you know, you were shitting on your dad earlier. He's really got a lot of good (laughs) ideas. The the cold shower, dude, the cold shower is legit. Everybody should finish your shower cold. Just go as long as you can today. Can't. I can't force myself to do it. Are you making Thanksgiving? I can't go from hot to cold because I'm going to take a hot shower. I mean, no, that's, that's the point. You should. That's when you go from hot to cold. That's that's what's good. If you start out medium, what does it do? The contrast in the skin because make you. I know it makes everything. It else trains happen. your your blood vessels to not tighten up when when they're uh, exposed to cold. So it it's it serves a purpose in itself, but it's also kind of training for ice baths because that's when you can really turn on the uh, the serotonin, epinephrine, norepinephrine, all those things. Just like they make water heaters for houses, do they make cold they do thingies. they do they have like things that are specially designed that you can get i think they only go Pumps down out to like ice cold water yeah i think they oh. only go down to like 60 maybe they go what? Down. that's nothing well i mean we need 50 50 is where you need to be if you can get there but um i mean anything is good especially in florida i feel like people in florida are getting way better uh results from an ice bath at 60 degrees because you come out and you're standing in 90 degrees so it goes back to the contrast thing that we were talking about okay. earlier, where it's like everything's about that contrast. Make the le- make that line, that continuous line, bigger, so staying in the little middle. If the legendary Wim, Wim Hof method is like so perfect, then why is Wim Hof so funny? What, you funny better watch looking. your fucking mouth. <laughs> he he doesn't look youthful. Maybe he needs to put his face in that ice. Well, dude, he's, <laughs> I'm been, just he's joking. He's I fucking climbing love, up Everest. I love Wim Hof. I'm just, I'm just saying. He looks like an old man. Go to breathing. I know. Dude. He, maybe he's going to live to 120 or something crazy. Like, I can't wait to see. I know. Me too. He'll I mean, be it's dead. crazy. That's the thing. Is he'll outlive <laughs> you. He'll still be like, I still look funny, but I'm still alive. <laughs> that is a horrible Wim Hof. That is a horrible Wim Hof. <laughs> Actually, while I'm thinking of it, I'm going to do the second incremental podcast pretty much solely on Wim Hof. And the Wim Hof technique awesome. method, Wim Hof method. Do you have to be certified to do that, though? No, it's going to be unlicensed. <laughs> but I mean, I, I for real, like, I'll tell anybody how to do all the shit and all that stuff. And it's like still Start, buy it. Go Give the guy him. money. Buy his shirts like the guy's legit. He's spreading the love out there. I mean, it's it's great. Well, you know, there's always I mean, I'm pretty certain that he's also got other I mean, you could teach it as much as you want, but I'm pretty sure coming from the horse's mouth, he's going to be some details in there or some little things. There's like, oh, yeah. Oh, totally there's totally something to him being in the room with. Like, that's one person I would mark out to be like, oh, you know, like, I don't get excited for a lot of people. <laughs> but such a funny Dutch. Person. I know it really is. But, dude, the guy changed my fucking life for real. Like, yeah. he has, like, I still breathe every day. It's the first thing I do. I'm just imagining you meeting him right now crying. I, I probably would cry. <laughs> Oh, he cried really too, though, because he's cool with it. You should start a GoFundMe in Tampa, being like, "Hey, send me to the Wim Hof, you know, dude. They have certification, things. and well, I'll come back to Tampa and start a Wim Hof place." the The certification thing is like expensive, and you gotta go to the Netherlands, I think. But yeah, they I'm have things. GoFundMe. But they have like conventions. He's in Miami, I think, in December or something, and uh-huh. like it's like four hundred bucks, four hundred euros. Sling in the licenses. No, dude. I I honestly feel like being able to go and meet the guy, it would be worth it for yeah. me. Like, and I think the people going, they say the same thing, you know. Yeah. Wow, that's a good approach. That's the two minute warning. Oh, I shortened it, so it's not so long. Not really. <laughs> we'll have to keep going for two minutes. But did you make uh, Thanksgiving keto plans, John Paul? No, you. I um, I'm bringing a veggie tray. 
<laughs> so, yeah. It. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And I'm just planning on eating the good stuff, the meats. And that's fine. And you're, you, I love the meats. I don't need – my one bugaboo is mac and cheese because they make like three different kinds, and it's amazing. But if I can stay away from mac and cheese, I'm good. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was just thinking, I was like, he used bugaboo again, and I'm trying to think. Bugaboo means something He different. just makes it up as he goes along. I love it. It's a, a movie. Bugaboo is supposed to be something you ago. don't like. It's f- and you said Doritos are your bugaboo. Goes, it goes, uh, um, those are my two bugaboos. Uh, yeah, things you don't Austin like. Powers, I think, when he's like, midgets. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You The way you use it. Small hands. Okay. Midgets and small hands. I hope we uh, oh, okay. hope we didn't make this bitch. We didn't even talk about the studio's setup at all. No, because we're saving that for when Law's here. I know. I feel bad that he wasn't here for this. This is a, this is a preview. We're, we're like, did, aren't they going to mention the awesome stuff that's going on behind him? And we're going to well, say no? Yes. I did it. I hung it up. He was no help. Label this is a preview for this grand opening. I'm sure all the pictures will be rearranged differently in the next one. Yeah. Well, we got to get these paintings out of here. They creep me out. I like it. That was even there. All right. Well, check us out on sweatequitypod.com. No sponsors today because I forgot. Um, hit yep. me up at eric at sweatequitypod.com. We're on all the other shit. Facebook, Instagram. What else? Uh, 208 Monkeys. Yeah. Come follow us on, on Instagram. We're going to start putting episodes of uh, Astro the Monkey on there. It's going to nice. be fun. Nice. Tampaniacpictures.com. Yep, yep, yep. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Hope it was fun. Yes, fun. sir. Damien. Kill it. My phone's been in my balls. Okay, you got it. That's the pot. <laughs>